and welcome to Worship Matters, a podcast that deals with the intricacies of planning worship each week. I'm Cynthia Wilson, the Executive Director for Worship Resources and the Director for Liturgical Resources. And I'm Derek Weber, the Director of Preaching Ministries. And I'm Diana Sanchez-Bouchong, the Director of Music Ministries. Today we're going to discuss how to plan worship using the Common Lectionary while creating worship series that are engaging, relevant, and adaptable for your church settings. We're so glad you're here. Well, this is episode two from the worship area here at Discipleship Ministries. And this is an agency of the United Methodist Church located here in Music City, right here in Nashville, Tennessee. We're so excited to share uh, some planning helps with you today for the third Sunday in January, which we call Human Relations Sunday. And unlike the liturgical seasons of the church year, Human Relations Sunday is a day sanctioned by the General Conference as one of several special Sundays that recognizes mission-critical ministries across the general church. So what is this Human Relations Day? Well, I'm glad you asked. It's one of the church-wide special Sundays. We have six, which uh, gives opportunities for local churches to give special offerings for various um, mission emphasis, realizing that the potential for these various enterprises uh, are especially important to neighborhood ministries through community developers, through community advocacy, through United Methodist Voluntary Services, and work with at-risk teens through the Youth Offenders Rehabilitation Program. So you can see that these offerings are really important to the ministries of mission within the United Methodist Church. Cynthia, can you tell us a little bit about the history of Human Relations Sunday? Because I know growing up, I don't remember celebrating that before. Absolutely. And so this, um, this idea of human relations actually came out of uh, the United Methodist Church's need for setting aside a special time to remember our relationship as disciples, our responsibilities to keep the Great Commission. And, and particularly as we remember the sermon uh, that was preached on the day of Pentecost, dealing with various um, responsibilities that we have as Christians. And so this Human Relations uh, Day is a day that local churches, sometimes annual conferences even, uh, take the time out to recall, to establish, to recognize where mission-critical events are actually happening. I love that word, remember, because we are remembering our families, our our family of faith. You bet. And um, the whole whole idea of unity. Oh, that's... Perfect, perfect word, because this day is actually sandwiched between Epiphany, and some of you might remember in our first podcast, we talked a little bit about this 
day of light, of illumination, this day that really uh, illuminates uh, those things in the world that emulate the life of Christ. So Epiphany is on one side of Human Relations Sunday, and the celebration of Dr. Martin Luther King is on the other side. Epiphany is a is a time of the light coming, as you said, Cynthia, and and what happens when the light shines is that you see things better. Hmm. <laughs> Your eyes get opened and you see the world uh, the way it really is. And sometimes that's things we have to confess about, our, our problems that we see, as well as opportunities and celebrations. So Human Relations Day is one way of us being serious about how the world really is Absolutely. and what our desires are for that world. And it really does take us back to our beginnings. Many people refer to us as Wesleyan peoples. Mm. Uh, we as United Methodists understand the importance of missional critical events uh, and enterprises, along with connectionalism. That's really us, isn't it? It sure is. Well, and it brings to mind the emphasis that we have now at Discipleship Ministries, see all the people. Right. Being able to see not just those who are near to us, just those of us inside the church, but also our communities in which we live and where we are. Indeed. And to, to take seriously that we somehow belong to them as well. It's not just us on the inside and them on the outside. Yes. It's an all an us. Human Relations Day sets a tone. And while it is one day, it is not designed to be just one moment. It is setting a marker for who we are as a church throughout the year. We emphasize our relationships, our unity. And throughout this time that uh, the See All the People theme uh, has moved us through this quadrennium, um, I think I probably speak for all of us when I say that we have had some really wonderful experiences seeing all the people along the way. It gets us connected. And as you said, that's part of our Wesleyan heritage. Wesley was not just concerned about the, the inner person, the soul of the individual, but also concerned about the community, the society around them. The church should make a difference in the world in which they live. And Human Relations Day says, says not just that we have a responsibility uh, or an opportunity, but that we belong. That's our family that we're talking about in the world when we stand up for what is right, when we advocate for those who are left on the margins, when we do acts of service that, that feed and clothe, we are really feeding our own family. We're taking care of ourselves as we connect with that. And Human Relations Day is a reminder of that. When I was in the church, I remember I would often talk about the special Sundays and Human Relations Day is the first one of the six. I would often talk about them being more than an offering. Uh, because it is about the tone and the mood and the mm. theme that's there. But I also wanted to say the offering is important because it's putting our money where our mouth is. That's it right. is saying we do care, and we can care better together than mm -hmm. we can individually. Right. So to get the whole church together focus on some of these areas that you mentioned a few moments ago, Indeed. I think drives the church in certain directions mm -hmm. together. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's part of the mission. The mission takes boots on the ground. It takes money. It takes all of us together working for this unity that we pray for, for our world. Um, and I think that the Wesleys, both Charles and John, certainly saw how to do that uh, through the preaching out in the field and especially in 
in my opinion, through the music. In your opinion. <laughs> of course, the you music. You to bring things around with music. I don't know why that is, Diane. <laughs> well, and, the, and that's one of the best ways that churches can dive into Human Relations Sunday is uh, to look at the selections of music that they have for the choir, but especially for the congregation. Absolutely. One of the songs that comes to mind when I think about Human Relations Sunday and Martin Luther King Jr. is We Shall Overcome. That's a civil rights song that uh, any movement has wonderful songs around it, but we think about the civil rights movement, and that song comes to mind. And one song that I'd like to lift up, it's an anthem. It's called Thanks Be to God by Marty Haugen, mm. and it incorporates We Shall Overcome, and you have the children bringing that in the children's choir or the Sunday school class singing that while the the uh, choir sings the rest of the song. And it is a powerful moment. Also in our hymnal, we have other hymns like Lift Every Voice and Sing. Um, that is one of the songs that has transcended many hymnals and has been sung throughout the United States. It's the Black National Anthem. Absolutely by James Weldon Johnson and J. Rosamond Johnson, two brothers. One wrote the text and the other the tune. And it's always so funny when musicians say, our congregation can't sing this, it's too difficult. And uh, I want to say, and I, I have a hard time with the national anthem. <laughs> Jose, can you see? <laughs> <laughs> That's right. That's well, right. That, does, that does raise an issue, though, Cynthia. When, when you use the title, the Black National Anthem, that may, in some people's minds, mean that that's for the African-American community to sing and not for the rest of the church. What, what's your opinion of that sort of attitude? I think that because the text is so poignant and names very clearly those concerns and the history of Af Africana peoples, uh, that it gives clarity to the text so that when people are actually singing through it or even listening to it, if they can listen through uh, the, the lens of those of us who are Africana peoples and the stories that are told in these three verses, mm. it's amazing how they've captured the entire history through these three verses. And I think that it's important. That's really the purpose of hymnody. Uh, we we really get to learn much of our theology and our sociology and uh, our ecclesiology through the singing of these hymns, the texts of these hymns. As a matter of fact, you mentioned um, uh, one of the the spirit, several of the spirituals. There's such a semblance between the spirituals and the psalms, mm -hmm. uh, and so much much of the time we learn the stories of the Old Testament through mm -hmm. listening to the pens of uh, Asaph and Heman and Jejethun and David. Um, it, so it's, it's, it's kind of really uh, teaching uh, while preaching. Yeah. Well, and uh, I think that congregations that are not um, African-American, uh, by and large, can sing these songs and find solidarity. And again, that remembering, that unity that comes when we sing together each other's strife. Yes. And then hope and have that hope and ideal 
um, that all of us are hoping for, such as is found in Let There Be Peace on Earth. That is another song that is perfect for Human Relations Sunday as we have that ideal in our minds of what the world could be like if there if we could have that peace. And um, and it, let there be peace on earth and let it begin with me. And so we think of how we want to be in the future, even as we sing through the grief and the struggles of each other's today. Absolutely. So. I think about the, uh, the, the stanzas to... Um, uh, let it begin with me. So let there be peace on earth and let it begin with me. What is it that we can do as individuals that really leads us to this sense of community mm -hmm. and coming together as a people? I, I totally agree with you in the way in which music functions to bring about that kind of community. There's another song that comes to mind, if I can share one more, and that's For Everyone Born by Shirley Arena Murray. Oh, I love that one. This uh, new song that's uh, being sung around the world, she's from New Zealand, claims the sanctity and worth of all people. And so coming from a very different country where they have struggles and strife, too, amongst their indigenous people and... and um, but from that comes this beautiful song for for everyone born a place at the table. Mm. Again, we get that ideal view of what the uh, banquet feast might finally look like for all of us when we can be in unity together. So those are just a few of the songs that you might consider as uh, you're planning your Human Relations Sunday worship service. And keep in mind that just in case you're not able to observe Human Relations Sunday on the day that's allocated on the, uh, the calendar, know that you can actually celebrate this any time of the year. In fact, we encourage you uh, to think about other times that you might lift up these various themes within the context of Human Relations Sunday, themes of justice, themes of liberation, mm -hmm. themes of uh, community and, and so forth. Yes, certainly. Um, all of the special Sundays in the United Methodist tradition are movable feasts. We can put them where, where it fits best in the flow. But there's some wisdom in, in having it here on the third Sunday of January, beginning of the year as a way of starting out. But also, as you were saying before, it, it bookends with the Epiphany celebration and also the Martin Luther King observance, which happens on the Monday after the third Sunday. And so... So it fits in with those themes very well. And the interplay between the individual and the corporate, I think, is a fascinating one that fits in well, both in the singing, but also in the proclamation, mm. in, in the word that is spoken, the each and the every, and all together there, the the texts for this third Sunday all seem to vacillate between the, the I and the me and the we yes. in the community as a large. They go back and forth. Which also reminds me, it's fascinating to take a look at the lectionary when something is happening in the life of the church or the community. And, and preachers often say, well, I've got to find a special text that fits this. Mm -hmm. But it's, it's surprising how often the lectionary speaks to whatever the theme happens to be, even if it's an event of some sort that has taken place. I would suggest that we preachers, we take a look at the lectionary as mm -hmm. first, perhaps, or, or at least as a part of the looking so that we can see what's there. 
This third Sunday, for example, the Old Testament, the Hebrew Scripture reading is Isaiah 49, which sounds like an individual text. It's about me and God and God calling me and all of that, but, but I'm being called to a community, being called to share light to the whole world. Uh, so it's very much a, a text that echoes from Epiphany Sunday. And also the psalm as well, Psalm 40, I waited patiently for the Lord. He inclined to me and heard my cry. God drew me up from the desolate pit. Very much an individual. God has done this for me and I'm, and I'm thrilled about it. But, but it's not just about how I can be better. It's how I can be closer to God so that I can gather the community together, so that I can co- proclaim God's word, come to the end of the, the reading in Psalm, then you'll find that the, the psalmist is saying, I must be doing okay because I'm telling the story. I'm talking to others. I'm gathering them together. We're becoming a family as we go. But the one that sticks out most for us, of course, is the epistle reading because we chose Paul's letter to the Corinthians, 1 Corinthians, as, as the theme for the series that we begin on this third Sunday. The series is titled Somos del Señor, which roughly translates as we belong to Christ. And we'll talk more in our next podcast about that series and what we intend with that. But for this Sunday, this Human Relations Day, which will be the first in this series, we we were reminded as we look at the beginning of Paul's letter to the Corinthians, we see a church divided. We see a church struggling to get along with one Watch another. <laughs> I know, I know. You get too far with this and you'll get me preaching in a moment. But It's a little too familiar. Or meddling. Or <laughs> yes. meddling. I know, or maybe meddling. But that's the reality of the world, not just in the church, but mm. in the world in which we live, this division, this separation. And so... And so we're trying to say, well, there's unity in the midst of that. So how do we overcome that? Paul is dealing with that. And so, so for five weeks, we're, we're helping people face that reality, but also maybe coming to some unity. But certainly we begin here in 1 Corinthians 1, 1 through 9 with Paul's greeting. Even in the greeting, he says, come on, guys, let's get over this. Let's be a team together. Let's be reminded that our witness is impaired by our separation. So Human Relations Day then brings us together. But then if we stand in the, in the shadow or the reflection of Martin Luther King, we, we hear from there, too, that King had a, a message for the whole world, not just for a part of the church or a part of the world or our country, but for the whole world. And so we all can learn from that together. That's why I believe, have believed that Martin Luther King Jr. Day is worth bringing into the life of the church. Maybe as a separate celebration, as a community-wide with some African-American churches, as many communities do, but certainly even in each individual church, some acknowledgement of that. And Human Relations Day is a great venue into bringing in some of those themes. So what connection, Cynthia, what do you see in between the themes of Human Relations Day and the themes of Martin Luther King Jr.? You know, Derek, I'm so glad you asked because um, I often think about MLK's celebration as a, a time when various denominations or faith communities uh, can come together. And when you listen to Dr. King's speech, I have a dream, and you listen to the ways in which Dr. King aptly describes how it is that, as Diana said, we bring everybody. There's a place at the table for everyone. Uh, And he speaks so eloquently 
about that time, it, it almost harkens to the ways in which John uh, describes that ultimate day in the Revelation uh, when uh, Dr. King says, and all of God's people, black men and white women and uh, brown-skinned and yellow, and will we'll be able to come together and sit at the table of brotherhood and sisterhood, and all flesh shall see it together. It sounds a lot like Jesus, doesn't it? it does. What would happen if we um, every now and then left the temple of our familiar and began to worship uh, and understand the worship, uh, understand community building in other contexts? So I think he was, uh, Dr. King was um, mirroring what uh, Jesus meant uh, as he described the Great Commission for us and our discipleship uh, making, our disciple making process uh, ought to hearken back to things like that particular speech as well. I hope that uh, at some point we'll be able to, to, to really listen to uh, what it is that he says in, uh, in those very um, historical words. And we can use some of those in our churches. Diana, didn't you mention that in your church you showed a piece of the speech? As yes, part of every, uh, we did that. We took a, a snippet of the speech every um, year around this time and had that as part of the call to worship. Mm -hmm. And then that led right into a song that we would all sing together. And, and that just set the tone for the rest of the service. There are so many different ways you can approach this day. But I, I really love what was said earlier, too, about uh, a variety of churches joining together or having that sister church across town. Uh, there's so much to be said about that, that people can worship together and sing each other's songs and listen to each other that I know in my personal experience that has always enriched my understanding of human relations, for one, but certainly of mm -hmm. the gospel mm -hmm. and of living as a, a, a disciple. Colleagues, I have a dream. Do you? <laughs> I have a dream <laughs> that we will understand that we really can sing, lift every voice and sing in the middle of the year. Mm. <laughs> I have a dream that we can fellowship with our brothers and sisters in Jewish synagogues, even in August. Uh, I have a dream that the 4th of July won't be the only time uh, that we will say to each other, glory, glory, hallelujah, God's truth is marching on. I, I am just crazy enough to believe that the spirit and ethos of human relations Sunday can exist all year. Amen. There are a number of times of year that I can think of that I would love to see the children come in and sing uh, some of these songs and, and that become a part of their DNA, that the, it becomes a part of the marrow of their bones. Because quite frankly, you know, this business of post-racial ge generation in society is a fallacy right now. And unless we really begin to help our children to understand what it really means to dwell together in mm -hmm. unity, um, and to mirror that, to emulate that, uh, I just believe I have 
A dream? <laughs> yes. <laughs> and I declare that it is so. Yes. Well, actually, Cynthia, I might, I might take exception and say instead of us leading the children, I think the children need to lead us. Ah. I think in many ways they are farther along. Thank God. This acceptance of people as people as opposed to categories or, or conditions or whatever it is that we use yes. to, to judge people by. By all means. And I, and I also agree with you that throughout the year, if we pay attention to the texts that we are given, whether they're the texts of the hymns that we sing or the scriptures that we read, these themes keep coming through. They, you can't avoid them if you're paying attention. You're so right. You're so right. So as Diana mentioned earlier, there are several resources uh, that live on the website for worship resources here at Discipleship Ministries. We want to encourage you to go to the website and uh, take a look at some of those resources. There's a wonderful litany of diversity uh, that came out of uh, one of uh, our annual conferences, and it, it is written for uh, the entire congregation and various uh, diverse communities within those congregations. You'll want to go and take a look at that. Uh, this, the, um, the other thing that is there that you may not be aware of is um, information about a series called the Africana Worship Series. In year A, you will find a fully developed worship service for the Martin Luther King celebration. And it's an exciting service. So I challenge you not only to do that service, but to purchase the uh, series and utilize there is a year A, a year B, a year C, and then a companion to the series. Right in our own hymnal, uh, there are several things that really fit Human Relations Day, as Diana has uh, alluded to. And then if you look through the liturgical season and the sermon series, you will see on our website that there are prayers, there are ideas for um, ways in which uh, images and uh, colors um, and other themes can play a vital role in stimulating all of the senses in worship during these times. We really challenge you and encourage you to take advantage of that. And if you have some ideas, we would absolutely love to hear from you. Uh, let us know what you're doing. We can learn from you as well. And so, friends, the Spirit of the Lord is upon all of us. And we have all been anointed to preach good news to the poor, to preach the acceptable year of the Lord's favor. That's our responsibility. Will you join us? <laughs>